How are we doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media here with yet another Ski Rex Media podcast. Um, this one is just me, as you can see. There are interviews involved, but they are not direct. I'm not talking to people direct. What do I mean by that? I'm not talking to them right now as I record. These have already been recorded in a completely different place about an hour and a half north of here or so um, because I I had the wonderful opportunity. I was given the opportunity to go and cover as a journalist, mind you, the U.S. Ski and Snowboard Hall of Fame induction gala ceremony, man, and what a great time it was, and that's what this episode is all about. We're going to talk about a few things. Um, well, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about who was honored and why, um, who was inducted and why honored inducted. Um, a few other things. We'll go over the format of everything, go over my thoughts and experiences, tell a couple stories, and uh, see what's the what out there, uh, or what's the what for up there when I was up there at Bretton Woods, the Omni Mount Washington Hotel um, at Bretton Woods. Very fancy, very nice. And before we get into all that, the different interviews with the inductees, um, quick interviews too. I just wanted to build up a backlog and there's a few people in there that aren't necessarily inductees that are just family. And that's a big part of it too. Um, but before we get into all that, got to do the shameless self-promotion ski Rex media, obviously go ahead to ski for all and any information about ski Rex media. And if you do it this week, as opposed to maybe a week or two down the line, you might see something different because the redesign is finally almost finished. Um, sometimes I think maybe I should have just paid someone to do it, but the time wasted, I learned a lot, and um, it costs a lot less for me to redesign my own website versus having someone else do it. So the website will be there. Um, what will not change is the Ski Rex Media social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Ski Rex Media on all four of those. You can check in there to see what's going on, including right now photos and videos of the um <clears throat> new england tri-state championship youth championship um all freestyle free ski um moguls comp big air and um slope style i was able to go to the big air and to the slope style the mogul competition was the same day as the gala um the hall of fame induction gala so i couldn't do both um so i got up to the hall of fame uh, but a lot of pictures coming out of the kids doing their best in some video, um, going as big as kids can go, man. And let me tell you, they do some stuff. There's kids who are the same age that I was when I started, and I could just get my wedge going. Um, and these kids are already doing jumps with spins and a few other things and getting pretty high. Um, but the more on that in another episode, we could talk about that. Um, but keep an eye out again on the social media for that and follow me on those um, for any updates, any information um, when new podcasts come out. And you can also find new podcasts um, if you are a subscriber, whether it be the video version. If you use the video version on YouTube, it was on Rumble too but rumble was gaining no traction so we're scrapping that the video version now exclusive to youtube um subscribe on youtube and you can you'll know as soon as it comes up also the audio only version available in many many more places your favorite podcast app and maybe some that aren't um whether you use buzzsprout which is the main hosting platform for it and then spotify or iHeartRadio or pandora or google podcasts or apple Podcasts, all of those each one of them, you could subscribe at any one of them, and you'll always know when it comes out. Plus, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you are able to rate the podcast, and I've had five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. I don't think I've had any on Spotify as of yet. Um, so go ahead and check those out. Subscribe wherever you can or wherever you want to. Um, links for all of it are down in the description. Again, if you're using, if you're listening to the audio-only version in the car while you're driving, don't check out the links until you've stopped. Be safe and don't get that cell phone ticket right right actually that wasn't bad timing for the shameless self-promotion so let's get into why we're here today what you're going to be hearing me talk about today the hall of fame induction gala now they haven't been able to have one like this the full event um for i think two years now because of the um <clears throat> excuse me of the covid restrictions can't put that many people in a room until now and there were a ton of people in the room i don't have an exact head count um, but man, that was a good size ballroom and it was full with people, myself included, and as well as, um, a very, uh, who, they did a very good job of production, um, a production company, I guess you could say, um, who did the, uh, filming the live streaming, which was on Facebook, 
um, of both the pref- press conference and the gala itself, the induction gala, the uh, dinner and speeches and all that stuff. Um, they did a fantastic job, and those replays are available on um, Facebook. Obviously, the live is already long since done since it was Saturday night and uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Um, so go ahead to um, U.S. Ski and Snowboard Hall of Fame's Facebook page, and you can find it there. Um, I will also po- provide links in my description for both of those events. And I'm going to have a piece of it in here as well. Um, you, you're, you'll see in a minute for those watching the video version. And you'll hear in a minute for those just doing the audio version. Um, I, I, snatched a, I snatched a piece out of the press conference uh, stream that I want to use. And, and you'll see why in a second. Um, because I was jazzed. I was wicked jazzed to go up there. Because now you're talking about meeting people who are legendary for a lot of different reasons in um the snow sports industry and here i am tim from ski rex media small vermont based snowboard media outlet getting to be a honest to goodness true legitimate journalist and go up there and talk to people and shake hands and take photos and take video and get little interviews the small interviews which i'm going to build into this podcast which you will be on that journey with me um it was awesome. What an amazing experience. And I have some thank yous at the end that I'll say for the end for that. So as you can see, if you're watching the video version, um, and I'll, I'll pull a screenshot out of this um, for the everybody else, but I'm not only wearing my my media ID, my Ski Rex media ID, but look, that's it right there. My my actual first set of media pass, my first media pass, my first credentials, my first with lanyard official there uh, as as a member of the media, um, my very first official one, and I was so stoked, as they say, in in the world of uh, action sports and other things. Um, so I got to be there and I got to do this, and it was very exciting. And it really got exciting at the beginning. Now, there was a press conference. It wasn't on the public schedule. Press only. That's me. Um, so as I got up there, which took me a little while, it's about an hour and a half or so to get up to Bretton Woods from uh, the, the headquarters, Skier Media headquarters. So I get up there and uh, I, I walk in and it was very exciting. It was very exciting for a couple of reasons. It was a lot of fun, too. And I'll tell one story in particular be, um, when I come up to her portion of this podcast. Um, but, uh, Holly Flanders, I have a story, uh, my first interaction with her for the day. That wasn't the podcast episode that we recorded last week. Um, I, I think it's funny. Um, so we'll see if you think it's funny, but first let's do the podcast segment. I mean, not the podcast segment. Let's do the press conference segment. Now I I'm using this segment really just because I got to ask a question um, I wasn't mic'd, so I, I I I increased the volume of my audio, so you can hear what I asked. Um, so there's a little noise in it, but you'll it's, it's fine. I only talk for a minute, and then they go through and answer it. So I'm gonna let you watch that because I'm jazzed about that because it's so awesome. And then I'll come back. Uh, Tim, do you have any questions for us? Um, and if you could come up and uh, just speak loudly so we can hear you. Um, actually, this one's for all of you, and it, it should come bring about different answers from different ways. Running mountains, competitive, family who saw the birth of a whole new era, and then knowing someone who's brought some of those competitors to us. Do you guys still love it? Do you still love doing it? Do you still love being in it? Do you still love running Brownlee? Because I know I want to get up there. I pass it like two or three times a month. So I can't get in there. Do you still love it? I can say I still love it. I uh, look at it and say I've been at for 53 years at Jiminy and I still have as much enthusiasm when we start snowmaking in November every year as I did, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. Uh, it, it doesn't uh, uh, diminish as time goes on. It actually kind of builds a bit more because you're a little wiser than you were and you, you take, uh, take things, I think, more in stride than you did earlier. And so I'm happy as can be. I'm, I'm 76 years old, and I'm still going. Yeah, I mean, I think the easy answer is yes. It's, uh, you know, part of what's neat of being here, um, that it is a celebration of the sport and um, all winter sports. And, you know, for me, I have that same kind of childhood enthusiasm every year when the um, especially lately, these last six winters of being in British Columbia, like when the snow line starts to drop and progressively get closer and closer to like, it's kind of a 
watching a natural countdown. Whereas, you know, when I was a kid, you kind of hit a certain date, and as soon as the temperatures are low at Sugarloaf, the guns come on and things start. But it's uh, that excitement in the fall of watching the snow line creep down and knowing that, you know, my first day of the year is basically always going to be a powder day because it's going to be out in the backcountry. And um, it's just an amazing experience still. Of course, absolutely, still love it. Um, I've been skiing for 61 years. When I retired from the U.S. ski team, I wanted a little bit of a break because I'd gone so hard for 10 years, so hard, so much pressure. But I'm um, skiing is kind of like flying. It's a really freeing thing to do, and it's a good chance for really people to get outside it's a chance for families to do something together for life what a great sport for that you can't say that of a lot of sports and absolutely i still ski quite a lot yep still love it uh <laughs> so yeah so many great memories like what what you said just with my dad my mom was not quite as into it but so many great uh times with our dad and we have a special yodel that I might have to bust a move on later tonight uh, that my dad and I did and now my what's really awesome is that our 19 year old daughter so my dad's granddaughter obviously is here 19 and she is just loves 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 skiing and the trees and so she has the tree gene that my dad had hopefully she won't break the ribs the way he did but um, anyway yeah incredible and yeah, I have moments up there still just I'm amazed and blissed out just looking around and just mind blown that I can even be up there. Thank you to chairlift technology. So, <laughs> Yes, I guess the short answer is yes. I love um, being outdoors in winter and the snow and just feel so free flying down the hill. And both my sons are snowboarders, so they're taking on the on the tradition, so yes. Yeah, I knew Howard uh, right up until uh, he passed away, and he was constantly involved with uh, Soldier Hollow, uh, the Soldier Hollow legacy. Very proud of all the all the students, um, the young young people who came to learn how to cross country ski, and I know they numbered uh, well over ten thousand. So introducing people to the sport like that was, I think, his, his greatest accomplishment. So I hope you enjoyed my question and I hope you enjoyed all of their answers. As you can see, I wasn't lying. That's really clean video and audio. The, the, the production company that came in and did that live stream and recording that um, live stream, that was that was top notch, man. They, they did a great job and they were super professional too. Like I almost felt not underdressed, but definitely underclassed um these 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 people they knew their stuff and they they did they did a fine job and i i don't have the name up front um but it, that i'm sure it's easy enough to find and we can find that um but they did a great job and that was the press conference and that was all the members um <clears throat> of the this this induction uh minus one and we'll get into that in a little while too. Um, but if you want to check out the entire press conference, go into the description. You can see it. It's on Facebook. Um, like I said, you can find it at U.S. Ski and Snowboard Hall of Fame's Facebook page. And I'll also put the direct link in there so you can watch it when you get home. Now, from there, um, everybody ran in six different directions, um, got ready for the night. I wandered about taking pictures, talking to folks, getting a few mini interviews, not necessarily with the inductees, but with their family. But one of the things that really got to me was one of the people who was there. Now, for fans of the Ski-Rex Media Podcast, you did know that I got to, I got the chance to interview Dan Egan, um, the great Dan Egan pioneer um, of the extreme ski movement and legend in the snow sports industry. And just an all-around nice guy, New Englander. And I, I remember I walked up as I'm walking, find trying to find my way back to this press conference. Finally, found my way. Um, got to the room in which it was being held. You know, I seen Dan, and I smiled because he saw me, and he comes up and talks to me, and you know, I reminded him who I was. Shook my hand, shook my hand about a dozen times that night. I think it was really awesome. 
um, was just very welcoming. And again, I'm an amateur still. I'm still learning. I'm inexperienced. And here is someone who's not only one of the greats in the ski world, in the snow sports world, in the ski world, but this, you know, and now author, 30 years in a white haze. If you haven't read that, read it. And if you're unsure if you should read it, check out the podcast interview I did with Dan Egan. You'll want to read it. Believe me, his book reads like an action novel for a good chunk of it. It's it's really wonderful. Um, and, uh, you know, he was very welcoming. He introduced me straight up to straight up to Seth Westcott, who was sitting there. Um, and we did a little something there and we'll get to Seth as well. Um it was really awesome and um it would have been fun to be able to chat more um but he again for as busy as a man he was because he was like the host he was the mc this night man and he's in the he's in the hall of fame himself um and he was like the host mc and he 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 also um as you saw hosted the um uh press conference he was the one asking the questions when the rest of us didn't ask questions um and um he was busy but he did give me two minutes before he went out to start as we were all going into the main ballroom start dinner to start the you know the festivities the all the the speeches and the honoring and the presentations and the other words i can't think of it i'm using wrong right now he was doing all that and he still gave me two minutes that's how nice he is as he was setting up so here you go check out uh, just a minute or two with the great dan egan up there at the uh hall of fame so here's someone who's not a stranger to skier x media a uh, big supporter uh, i love this guy mr dan egan shaking hands as we're doing this it's a wonderful he's the most popular guy here talk about it. how you feeling tonight dan uh it's a great night you know this is a great night to honor these six new inductees into the hall of fame sure. it's a special night it's a great class your accomplishments just blow me away i'm overwhelmed by by it all uh, and I grew up on a surfer who doesn't love that. Holly Flanders, who's one of my childhood ski heroes. That's amazing. Of course, Seth Westcott, just legendary. And Howard Peterson, the man who brought it all together for the games in Salt Lake City. That's amazing. And of course, who hasn't skied Grand or Jiminy Peak or Bromley with Brian Fairbanks. So we're really across the board on it. Absolutely. I love Bromley. I grew up down there. Know that place well and love it. Um, how are you feeling tonight, man? You've been every which away and then back, and you still look amazing. Got a lot going on tonight, and uh, still working on the speech. And, uh, right. Printed it in really small font, so I'm struggling. Even better. Yeah. Awesome. I say, now look, I'm not saying I go at everything just kind of going at random, but it always works for me. Exactly. Excellent. Well, have a good night, man. Thanks. This is going to be fun, and I'll see you out there, buddy. Thanks for all that you do. Thank you. And there you go. That was Dan, man. It's how awesome is he? He's great. And uh, he did a great job hosting um, his speech. You know, you heard him talk about the speech in that little interview, and it came off just fine, man. I wouldn't even have thought he was reading from Paige. Um, he, great speaker, great public speaker, um, which I'd like to think I am, too, sometimes, um, you know, but I do shoot from the hip a lot, like I also said in that one. I think it was that one. Um, but, you know, it. it, it you, you try and be prepared and I'm kind of prepared here too a little bit because what I have here is my cellular phone um, and what I'm going to read off as we get into the rest of these interviews is the is is um, the the media re on, on the media release you know just the blurb you know they give you a little bit about each person and why they are being honored what they are being honored for so I'm going to read that so you get a good general idea of it and you know, for each person, and then we'll go into each of their interviews. Um, <clears throat> my my little two minutes, and also we'll get a little extra. And these, the only reason these are like this is in no order. I'm not picking favorites, although I probably could. Just saying, uh, <laughs> but I'm not gonna actually pick favorites. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing this in the order in which um, it was actually in the press release because. Um, Brian Fairbank and Holly Flanders both operate now don't necessarily live in New England like Holly Flanders doesn't live in New England anymore but she's from around here you know the Fairbank uh, family run in Bromley and Cranmore and Jiminy Peak Massachusetts New Hampshire Vermont ski hills um, so it's New England so we're going to start with the New Englanders since the Hall of Fame is you know now able to do events here in New England you know for many years they were just doing them out west and now we're right we're returning to New England um, which is a wonderful awesome thing so first we're going to start with Brian Fairbank now the blurb 
um as and that's not just my word that that word i'm stealing that word from someone else who did this and we'll get into that during the thank yous um brian fairbank was a member of the professional ski instructor for instructors of america's demo team he's a chairman of the fairbank group owner of jiminy peak in massachusetts cranmore new hampshire and manages bromley in vermont um i know a little bit about bromley because i've never skied there i haven't i think i i think the way i was talking to people when i was talking to brian and his son tyler i made it seem like i skied there i haven't skied there yet um but i have been there in the summer for like the um for like the alpine slide and hiking up the and over with the at lt and you know doing stuff um fairbank is widely recognized as a pioneer in green energy and sustainability and was an early shepherd of renewable energy installing a 1.5 megawatt wind turbine at jiminy peak his innovative thinking later sparked the addition of a 2.3 megawatt solar facility making jiminy the first resort in america powered by 100 local renewable energy in 2008, NSAA recognized the effort of, with the Golden Eagle Award. Today, New Hampshire visitors and residents enjoy skiing at Cranmore Mountain Resort, one of New England's oldest and most storied ski areas in North Conway. Um, North Conway, Cranmore. Um, there's been some big head names that come out in Conway, too, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, uh, Chris Davenport is from out of Conway, and I actually saw him speak in Conway. That's why I know that. So obviously Brian Fairbank, very, very um, active, very, you know, 50 years, the man's 76 years old and he's there um, and he had just as much energy and passion and he was ready to go just like everybody else, man, does a great job um, again and is a pioneer in renewable energy for resorts, which is good for everyone, including the resorts. Um, and obviously these mountains, they have huge followings. They're not big corporate mountains. They're more independent vibed and they're wonderful places. So does he deserve to be um, honored for this? Absolutely. I 100% agree, which kind of goes without saying, because I kind of agree with all of them being inducted. Not that I know all of the criteria, not that I got to sit in with the board and or the committee. I'm not sure which word they use offhand to choose this, but Brian Fairbank was a great guy. Very nice guy. Um, as was his son, Tyler. He was very awesome. And, uh, we're going to see first here, Brian Fairbank, where we're, I got to talk to him after the fact. And what you're going to see with a lot of these mini interviews is that or here with a lot of these mini interviews is that um, I got them throughout different parts of the night. Seth Westcott, I got first before anything else. Some folks I got before the ceremony. Others I got after like the Poppin family. I got before we went in for the ceremony and the dinner. Um, Brian Fairbank, I got after Tyler Fabric Fairbank, I got before. So, without further ado, here's a little quick piece with Brian Fairbank. We talked to him for a minute and his feelings about what's what went. Oh, and BTW, I think I did take a shot at Seth Westcott in this. I can't remember offhand. And as I record this, I haven't edited in, you know, the audio and video from the uh, from the uh, um, from these little mini interviews. And uh, I think I, I think I I, I I threw a little shot at uh, Seth Westcott, if I remember correctly, but I'm just kidding. Seth, if you're listening or watching, man, I'm just joking. Don't feel bad. I, I love you, man. You know that I fanboyed out wicked during years and we'll talk about that in a minute. But for the moment, let's talk to Brian Fairbank. OK, so tonight I've talked to pretty much everybody before all the festivities. Now I get to talk to someone after. Now, I did talk to his son earlier and that was fun. I talked to Tyler a little while ago. Brian Fairbank, another one of the inductees. For this year, how you doing, sir? Awesome. It was a great evening. It, it was awesome. It was so much fun. You, you yourself have been such a, such such a big. Gosh, I don't even know the word to put it, but I mean, wa watch the replay. The man, everything he said, everything he does. You have the true passion. This is your thing: skiing, winter sports, snow sports. Like it's an amazing thing what you've done. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now he um. He runs Bromley, Jiminy Peak. The, the, the buck stops here. Jiminy Peak, Bromley, Cranmore. What is it like knowing that all that, everything you've done, has led you to this night? That I've had a passion for the industry my whole life. And the ability to do uh, incremental things at Bromley and Cranmore and Jiminy but also to be able to do things on a national level that had an impact, whether it's the wind turbine, whether it's what we did with short parabolic skis. What really makes a difference is that I've lived a full life. It's been in balance 
and that I've been able to pay attention to what we're doing at our resorts, but also pay attention to what's going on nationally that could be valuable. Absolutely, and you know, it's amazing to go, to move around, you know, visit all these other different areas, ski resorts, what have you, and know what you see there was influenced by you. Like, it's an incredible thing. Like, I think a, I think a lot of people, when you hear Hall of Fame, they figure athletes. You know, you hear that yeah. a lot. But just as important are those who have been innovators in the industry, like yourself. And it's great. Um, so you're feeling jazzed, about to go to the after party. I know your boy was jazzed for you. Um, pretty much everybody else was in tears. Did you do it? I couldn't really tell from where I was sitting, but were you about to break down too, yes or no? Big emotions? I, 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 I had a moment right before I started talking where I said, uh-oh, I'm going to lose it right here. And I said, I can't lose it right now because then my whole presentation will fall apart. And so I pulled it together and just said, get started. And once I got started, I knew what I was going to say, and it was from the heart. And so it was, you know, much easier to, you know, carry it to the end. That's, it was it was awesome. Like, definitely check out the replay. He, he, his speech was great. The whole night was great. You've done great things. Um, awesome person. If you're going to emulate someone, kids, here's someone you can do it. You need a role model. There you go. Don't worry about that Westcott guy. He's cool and all, but you got the real <laughs> deal right here. Thank okay. you, sir. Right. And, Thank uh, you. And there you go. Brian Fairbank um, talking about how, how he's a little choked up and how, you know, and again, everybody was so happy to be there. Um, they were almost fanboying out like I was, even though they're the ones being in uh inducted it was still they were fanning for everybody else um everybody was very supportive and you know brian again his speech came off well and again to watch everybody's acceptance speeches link in the description or us ski snowboard hall of fame facebook page to see the replay of the live um and brian did a great job and i like talking to him and one of the big themes you're going to find and this was kind of awesome um with tyler fairbank his son and partner um that, that was a total accident. I, I was doing, I was taking a photo of something else. And the, the uh, person that came with Tyler, I actually have her name. Where is it? Uh, do I have it? I do have it. Giovanna G. Oh my goodness. Giovanna Fessenden. Oh, oh man. I smudged my ink. I can't see it. All right, Giovanna. I'm sorry. I smudged my ink on your last name. Um, and I went back very specifically to ask her how to spell her name. <laughs> and I, I, I smudged my ink, so I can't, I can't, um, I can't read it. Um, but shout out to her anyway, um, in the NFT game and the crypto game. Uh, but I, I ran into them. They just asked if I'd take a picture and I said, so who am I taking a picture of in case I wanted to use it later? And they told me who they were. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. Tyler, you want to do a couple minutes? And he said, yes. And I, I, I kind of hoped he would at that point. And I'm glad he did because one of the big, one of the big themes for the night was family and supportive family. Um, whether it was the entirety of the Poppin family, uh, there like Julie and Wendy Poppin to accept, um, the induction for their father, Sherman, Sherman Poppin, um, excuse me um whether it was part of holly flanders story how she was um coached by her sister and later her son you know has won x games medals um whether it was you know whatever it was there was a lot of family involvement and the families were so as 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 you would expect super supportive like crazy supportive and here's tyler fairbank talking about that so here we are again. We talked to Seth Morrison. Seth Morrison. Wow, he's totally not here, is he? <laughs> Seth Westcott is here. Um, we talked to him early. <clears throat> excuse me, earlier. This is Tyler Fairbank. Let's tell us who you are, my friend. Um, the son and partner of Brian. There you go. Who is yeah one of the inductees this evening? So absolutely uh, <clears throat> one of the inductees. Owner of Cranmore, Jiminy Peak. Um, in Bromley, a place I know and love, having grown up in that area. Oh, right, God, absolutely. Um, how are you feeling that your father, this is your father, right? How are you feeling that he's up on there? Uh, immense pride, just unreal. I mean, this is a man who has worked for 50 plus years to put himself in the position to do what he's doing now, and it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. His mountains are awesome. You all's mountains are yeah, awesome. It it's great. Um, how do you feel about the business? Do you still love it? I asked them that. How, how do you feel? So, um, <laughs> uh, 
you know, he loves skiing. He's always loved skiing. I love skiing. I went to Killing Brown School. I love to get out there and like everyone. But to me, it's about being really good at what you do. That's the thing that, that excites me. So I'm, I'm less excited about skiing as I am about just making our businesses be the best that they can be. And um, with him, you know, you get the best of both worlds. Sure. That's exciting. That's fun. That's awesome. That's excellent, man. Well, congratulations, man. That Thank was you. awesome. Thank and uh, I hope uh, I hope you have a good time tonight and uh, enjoy, man. We Thank will. You. We will. Thank All you. Right, sure. And there you go, Tyler Fairbank, awesome guy, dude. He he was he was great. He was awesome. I liked him. Um, and at some point, I don't know if it'll be during season three here. We might have to wait till next fall in season four. Um, we'll be getting the uh, Fairbank family onto the podcast um, to talk more about Bromley and Cranmore and Jiminy Peak and what it means to be New England ski areas, what it's like running them, what is it to be like to be the forefront, to be the trendsetter, to be the first. You know, they they went for renewable energy and now you go all over ski mountains and you can find wind turbines, solar powers, um, solar power and things of the like. Um, shout out to Berkshire East who's um, turbine just took a dive on them uh nobody got hurt luckily um it was but that's a big piece of machinery to get destroyed so shout out to them and i hope they can get that back going quickly um so yeah we'll definitely talk again with the fairbank family now the other new englander um was holly flanders and we know that because we and I, by we, I mean you, um, watched or listened to her podcast episode the week before. She was the one I got to talk to her the week before, and there's a whole podcast episode, and you should see that. Um, it's the episode before this one, so it's easy to find, especially if you subscribe and you're on any one of the formats that you can either watch or listen. It's right there, right behind this one. Uh, <laughs> but Holly's awesome. She is incredible. I adore her. Um, every time I talk to her, it's just awesome, it seems. And I got to talk to her a few times. You know, all right, so here's the story. Omni Mount Washington, the hotel, is massive. Beautiful. Beautiful place, but massive. And it, I, I, got, I didn't get lost like I wasn't in any danger, but I did get turned around. And as I'm going down a set of stairs looking for the, you know, the area, the wing that this was in, the presidential wing, um, I saw somebody walk past in a perpendicular hallway. Um, and I was like, I know that person. And it dawned on me. It was Holly Flanders. So as I stepped in the hallway, I was like, Holly Flanders. And she turns around and I was like, Tim from Skurex Media. So we, we were talking for a minute and I was like, so you're all good then here just getting ready and you know where you're going right and she's like yeah absolutely i was like good because you tell me where i'm supposed to be going because <laughs> i had no idea and she was the first person i found it's not like i walked past another employee or um or an, an employee or another guest or anything like that that could have given me directions she was just the first person i came across at that point um which was really kind of kismet um, so that was very awesome. So Holly was was raised in Candia, New Hampshire. Now I'm reading again. Um, she's accomplished U.S. downhill ski racer who grew up skiing on Pat's Peak ski team. And she actually started out at Sunapee, which is not far either. Um, and you know me, I love Pat's Peak. Um, she was the first American to have a major impact on the World Cup downhill tour in 1982. She won her first World Cup in Austria and was second in the Women's World Cup downhill standings. This was the highest placement in downhill for any woman um, from the U.S. for over a decade. Over the course of her career, Flanders held three World Cup wins, 27 top 10s, and six podiums. In 86, after retiring from international competition, she became the director of skiing at Park City in Utah. Pretty accomplished a career um, for a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for, 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 um, for a ski racer you know she's done very well and like i said just an awesome woman check out that podcast episode um check out her acceptance speech that's a great story again on that replay of the uh, gala um and check out this little couple of minutes i got with her right at the end right before i left she's awesome adore her check this one out okay last but not least talking to everybody now holly flanders we've already seen her on the podcast the other day um, very nice woman, very even more nice in person, very awesome. Butter me up. Absolutely, all night, man. And uh, <laughs> uh, now we talked about the other day on, on your podcast, episode on that interview, what it was like 
to feel going into it? Now that it's done, what does it feel like being a Hall of Fame inductee, official done? Oh my goodness, it's, it's amazing. You know, I know my speed history and I know what, what I did, but I, I don't think about it much. And to be honored at this level is, is amazing. And I was just telling my friends, I better soak it in because this stuff doesn't happen very often. This is an incredible honor. Yeah, this isn't an everyday kind of thing, and man, this party has proven that um, I'm exhausted, and I wasn't even here, I was here to do this, I wasn't here to do that. Um, it, you did great up there, your speech was awesome, I, I love hearing you talk so far, what I have heard, because it feels very local to me, like I love Pat's Peak, I'm going to be at Whaleback in the morning, I was there yesterday, like you're going to all the places that I love, Wow. so it's so awesome for me. You're great. Again, I can't wait to talk to you again when your book comes out. Very exciting. Um, so you're done. You're going to be here for the night, and then you're going to get out, I'm sure. You know, um, you were skiing today. How was that skiing in uh, New Hampshire again? Oh, I, I love it. It's been so many years, I think like, like three decades since I've skied in New Hampshire. And I really miss New Hampshire. I, I just love the feel. I, I love the trees. I just love the mountains. And the people are great, too. Awesome. Excellent. Well, you know what? I'm going to let you go enjoy the rest of your evening because you still have some night to go. Um, I hope you do get some sleep at some point. Thank you again. Congratulations. Very awesome. And um, I hope it carries on. Maybe we'll see your boy up here in, in a few years. Yeah, thank you very thank much. You. Excellent. See, I told you. she She's great. Uh, adore her. And we'll be talking to her again later on as her book um, gets finished up and is released. You know, I'll pick it up, I'll read it, and then we'll get her back on the program. I don't mind doing doubles. Um, so it should be a good time. Um, we'll talk to her. Now, the next inductee I'm going to do um, here um, is, excuse me, Howard Peterson. Now, Howard Peterson, the reason he's coming in, Howard Peterson was an influential leader with the U.S. Ski Association and was a catalyst within the International Ski Federation that led to Salt Lake City's selection as the 1998 and 2002 U.S. Olympic candidate. Today, USSA is still the main governing body of ski racing across New Hampshire. So when the Olympics came to Salt Lake City, that's who you could thank. He's got a lot going. He had a lot going on. You see, Howard Peterson, he passed away a few years ago. Um, so obviously he's not here to accept his award. It was accepted in his stead by Dave Tibbetts and Kathleen Hagen. That's his sister-in-law. Um, now Dave was at the press conference. Kathleen came to the gala to actually accept the medal. Um, now I got to talk to both of them as well. Um, and, and it's kind of funny, Mr. Tibbetts, he, uh, he actually has another story. I think I want to get him on his own uh, his own episode of the podcast because he has an interesting story that's local to me. But Howard Peterson also did a lot of work up there at Bretton Woods before going out west um, to work out there. And uh, he so here's uh, Dave Tibbetts and Kathleen Hagen talking about accepting the award for Howard Peterson. Check this out, and I'll see you at the other side of this. All right, now that my camera's working the right way, are David Tibbetts? Yes, yes. Tell him what you're doing here tonight at the Old Hall of Fame. I'll be accepting uh, posthumously the uh, induction of Howard Peterson into the U.S. Ski and Snowboard Hall of Fame. Excellent. A great honor. Awesome. Um, you want to give a quick overview as to who he was? Howard Peterson uh, rose to the within the U.S. Ski Association and Ski Team uh, to be president and director. Uh, he was also responsible for, um, for for getting the Winter Olympics to Salt Lake City. Absolutely. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Um, and we can only hope that it'll happen again. Um, so, since he's getting this, how would he feel about tonight, you think? He would have some mixed emotions. Um, he was not one to, to be singled out to accept uh, awards like this. He preferred to just work in the background, and his satisfaction came from knowing that, that he, had, uh, he had done a good job to introduce athletes and youth to outdoor winter sports. So cross country, downhill, that was what he, he enjoyed. 
enjoyed most. Excellent. That's awesome. That's very cool. How are you feeling about tonight? Nervous. <laughs> nervous. Nervous. See, I don't. A lot of people have said nervous tonight. I don't know. I like the attention, so that's just me. But then look at the business on it. Now, so you're doing this tonight for Howard, and that is awesome. He's obviously visionary, everything. But you were telling me another story about yourself that's equally as interesting to me, anyway, being a local. Yeah, well, Howard and I left Bretton Woods at the same time in uh, 78, and Howard immediately was offered a position with the U.S. Ski Association. Um, I found uh, a job at a brand new cross-country center that was just, just opening, getting developed, and they needed someone to, uh, to go through that process to set up trails, to signage, the whole nine yards. Of, of uh, first-year operation of a cross-country ski center, and that was at uh, Prospect uh, Mountain in, uh, in Woodford, Vermont. Yep. That, that's super interesting to me because I know right where it is. It's right off Route 9, right between Bennington and Wilmington. I graduated from Wilmington, that's where I grew up. So I know it well. Um, kind of wish it was still open because it'd be such a cool, close place to go. Um, but that 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 is awesome. You know, we may have to talk to you more in depth after this, but I see people starting to head to the door, so maybe it's time. I don't know, because I don't know what time it is. But thank you, sir, and I hope you have a really good rest of the night. This is very cool. Congratulations. Got it? All right, we do have more. Go ahead, tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Kathleen Hager. I'm Howard Peterson's sister-in-law. I'm his only living relative. I'm here to accept the award for Howard being inducted into the Ski Hall of Fame. See that? It's a team effort. It's a team effort. So how well did you know Howard then being a sister-in-law? Um, I knew Howard very well. Um, a lot of the earlier years with Howard and Susan, my sister, in the ski world, I was busy raising my six children, and they were busy building the Olympics. But more towards the end of their lives, I was more involved with them, and I came to Utah for the winners to help Howard care for my sister so that he could work at Soldier Hollow and continue to run that legacy foundation for the last 15 years before he retired to care for my sister. Excellent. So you've been in the family a long time. Yeah. Um, we know how Howard, we, we have a pretty good idea of how Howard would have felt. How are you feeling tonight then? Um, I'm feeling a little nervous about public speaking, but I know, not that Howard was a boastful, proud man, but I know that he would be very honored to be given this award, having been voted on by his peers uh, to receive this award. It was very important to him. Excellent. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure Howard would love it. I don't even know the guy, but everybody seems to love it. You guys are loving it too, and that's what counts. It's team effort and again, family, which seems to be a big theme here tonight as family. Yes. Thank you guys. Enjoy Thank the rest you. of your evening. And I'll see you up there. And congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice people. A lot of love uh, from them for Mr. Howard Peterson. And uh, the, again, their acceptance speeches were very good. Um, I don't know if we'll be talking to Dave Tibbetts again, but if I can get his contact info, I'd like to talk to him because there is something local I would love to talk to him about, uh, something that he he did down in southern Vermont near where I grew up. It's kind of awesome. Now, coming back around, um, we talked to Seth Westcott. Now, he's next to last here in this uh, run of uh, interviews here, um, but he was the first one I got. Like I said, Dan Egan introduced me to him. I shook his hand immediately as I got in the door almost. Um, very nice guy, someone whom I've you know seen his career grow over the years, obviously. Like he was you know, competing back, you know, when I was in Southern Vermont, you know, when the snowboarding was really starting to hit a, hit a huge, like I would figure, you know, I mean, obviously the nineties is when it started getting its you know momentum really going. And it did. And Seth Westcott was there as a competitor. Seth Westcott won four X games medals and four world championship medals in snowboarding, winning a gold in each event. His claim to fame came when he won the debut of the snowboard cross of the 2006 Olympics in Torino, then backed it up with a second gold in 2010 at Vancouver. Today, he remains active in the sport as a co-owner of Winter Stick, a popular New England based snowboard brand. Winter Stick Snowboard. Shout out to them. Now, Seth is really awesome. It was fun to talk to him. 
because you know i'm from southern vermont so you know i, I was in the same area that people you know kind of flocked to stratton was opening up the hills to snowboarders you know and and jake burton was you know down there in londonderry i believe it was if i'm not mistaken and uh you know all that history is right there and i i, I got to see part of it firsthand um in fact we we talked about some of the other people that come out of there you know um like well for instance we talked um about uh, i gotta give a shout out to uh greg han and tara han lead singer she's the lead singer of half past two and greg han's wife and he came through there as a snowboarder at one point if i'm not mistaken so shout out to both of them i hope you know i don't know if they i don't think they're ski rex media fans but i have talked to her before through ski rex media and uh so i do know who they are and it, at least she knows who i am in any case we talked about the good old days for a minute after the interview so I probably should have let it run a little bit. Um, but here I get to talk to Seth Westcott and fanboy out a little bit and openly admit it because, you know, I ain't got no shame about that. Seth Westcott, everybody enjoy. Tim from Ski Rex Media here. The quiet before the storm, before the prep comes, before the Hall of Fame. It's very awesome. And now I'm, I'm going to do poorly because I'm fanboy. Fanboy. going to do poorly. Seth Westcott, snowboarder. We all know who he is. Hall of Fame inductee today. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Awesome. Awesome. You excited? You, yeah. Because you're laying back. I'm freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. like chilled out, dude. That, yeah. That's awesome. No, it's uh, it's cool. It's uh, it's a neat, um, you know, kind of compliment to a long career in winter sports. And um, yeah, it's an honor to you know, join this group. Excellent, and quite the group too. I mean, yeah, they're back here. I talked to Holly, who's over here talking to someone else earlier in the week. Um, she said basically the same thing as you. Now, do you feel like any kind of rock star? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I, I think there's been times in the career where you feel that way. Sure, for sure. sure. But, uh, no, I just, I think it's neat. I, you know, I call myself a nerd of like, snowboard history. So it's kind of like, it's neat to, uh, you know, join friends and people who kind of pave the way in my career um, as part of this, you know, like the last few years when uh, Sean Palmer and my buddy Ross Powers were inducted and, uh, Jake and Donna Carpenter, um, you know, I rode 10 years for him as a young kid, yep. and so it's, it's just neat to uh, be amongst that group yeah. and, uh, and people that, you know, I spent my career either competing against or competing for, sure. and uh, so it, it's just an honor. Absolutely. That's very cool, and you know, it's funny, you bring up when you were a kid and coming yeah. up and doing this, it doesn't seem that long ago to me. No, but it doesn't to me either. Right? But it, it kind of was. You've got more gray hairs that? now. But yeah, yeah. I, I see the same thing in the Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. You know? So, because um, you were part of the generation that I grew up with. Yeah. Um, not that we're much different in age, we're not, but you know, you were there, you know, at that time when like well, Stratton was the big deal yeah. at that point, you know, and uh, I think Ross still was down there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talking to somebody, and they just ran into him, like they yeah. didn't freak out on him, which was good, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, save that for this stuff, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you've, been, you've been at it for a while. This seems like a great. It's not a capital for a career. Like, no, you're no, still no. Out there. I, I'm still out there. Like we're, I've been working on a film project in British Columbia this winter with a couple friends there, and um, you know, the last two years of the Maker Bank Fall and Ran, I won Pro Men, so I'm like waiting for the uh, competitions to come back next year to try to make it three in a row there. And, um, you know, just. Yeah, in a different phase of life now. My daughter's four and a half and taking her to ski school two days a week at Blackcomb. And uh, it's just cool. It's, uh, you know, I plan on being a part of this my whole life. And so it's kind of, it's neat. Um, but this is kind of like one of those moments to reflect on, you know, the 25 years of competitive history that I've had. Absolutely. Um, long journey. Yeah, and a great journey. Like I said, I, you know, my generation grew up watching you all over the place, yeah, yeah. you know, on television. Television in person, you know what what have you, um, and it's been great to watch it again with anybody here who follows any athlete here, or even not an athlete. Like, um, you know, it's still good to see the Hall of Fame is such a great. It's so cool. It it is any sport you ever been to, whether you shoot down to that's cool. Springfield for basketball right. or whatnot. So yeah. it's very cool, man. Congratulations on getting here, man. That's just awesome and getting to rub elbows with all these guys, myself included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaking hands with Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, very awesome. Thank you, dude. Hey, you're welcome. I'm looking forward to this tonight. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and, you know, just kind of. You get to share some stories on what that journey was like. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
So as we go from one of snowboarding's top competitors um, who did so much for the sport, you know, as, as a competitor was, you know, one of their first shining stars, I guess you could say, we go to the man who is credited as the grandfather of snowboarding Sherman Poppin, which is another reason he comes up after Seth Westcott. See what I did there? Kind of segue in from, you know, snowboarder to the snurfer. Sherman Poppin obviously created the snurfer. Now, Sherman Poppin, the god grandfather of snowboarding, invented the snurfer for low-cost, easy-access riding and to get his daughters out of the house during a cabin fever Christmas. Daughter, two daughters were on hand to accept the award. Uh, the snurfer would sell more than 800,000 units at less than seven bucks each, making snow sports accessible and fun for everyone with the urge to get out into the snow. Seven bucks. Can you imagine that? Um, Sherman Poppin blazed the trail for millions to follow, including the Lake Jake Burton Carpenter. Today, when you're ripping around your favorite local mountain, either on a snowboard or with your snowboarder friends, you could thank Poppin for bringing the single plank into style. It's a great story. Uh, and, and the, and uh <clears throat> excuse me julie and wendy tell it far better than i could um or would even try to so again definitely check out the replays of the press conference where they tell the story um and the um the actual induction gala where the story is again told and in the press conference you will hear julie talk about a yodel that is made by the poppin family and she you know teases that she might do it at some point during the night and i'll i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it for you she does it it's not a true spoiler spoiler it's just something to keep an ear out for when she does it at the gala on stage it was amazing um one of the reasons i wanted the poppin family to come up last year almost a last but not least thing is because i had the most interaction with them um, and again, it shows family because Sherman Poppin obviously passed away a few years back. His daughters are here to um, <clears throat> to accept the um, award, the Hall of Fame induction medal, and their children were there as well. Um, and it was a whole family. It was a whole family gathering for them, and it was kind of awesome. Now. Um, <laughs> I got the most interaction with them because of something that happened again, quite kismet when I called to confirm uh, with Justin Kosky, who uh, runs some things out there at uh, the U S ski and snowboard hall of fame and was handling the media contacts and stuff. Um, he said, you know, because I am running kind of late, we can get you in, but you might not have be able to like eat at the dinner and stuff like this. I was like, that's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that, whatever. In fact, it seemed like that was the way it was going to go. Cause when I got there, there were actually two badges for me. Um, one was handwritten and then there was one printed. And the reason I have the printed one still is cause I, I saw it there and I asked, Oh, is there another Timothy Meyer coming? Because Timothy Meyer is a combination of first and last name is Spelled the same way I spell my my family spells Meyer. It, it it's super common. So I wasn't shocked by it, but I was like kind of cool. But no, that was mine. And on it, it says table 12. I am gonna be able to sit down and eat with these people. And not only did I get to do that, I was at the Poppin family table. So I got to eat with the Poppin family. Yes, the family that comes from the man who invented the, the the snowboarding basically and i got to chill out and hang out with them and eat dinner with them and get down how sick is that how sweet is that and again their their acceptance speeches were, were pretty on point dude a lot of fun so here you go i actually got like i said two of them wendy poppin and her son eric i got their interview before the speeches and i got julie's after i think or no 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 i did get them both before but I got them at two different times. So I'm just going to let them run through. We're going to do Wendy and her son first, then into Julie, and then I'll come right back. Still, still walking around talking to inductees. And here we have two members, two different generations yeah. of the Poppin family. Now we all know Mr. Poppin created the snurfer, kicked off a whole new sport, snowboarding as we know it today. Introduce yourself, kids. My name is Wendy Poppin, and it was my dad who invented it and nailed my two little skis together to create the snurfer, which on that day I wasn't so happy about. <laughs> and this is my youngest son, Eric Poppin Chambers. Hi. Eric Poppin. Awesome. Um, yeah, Sherman's grandson. Yep. Very good. Now guys, how do you feel how are you feeling tonight? Like you gotta be jazzed, right? Oh I'm stoked, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally jazzed. I just 
our father passed away a couple years ago, and I just wish so much he could be here because he would love this whole celebration. It's pretty wild, and this building is ridiculous. The maze that it is, it's pretty yeah, awesome. I know. So how, now, since he is credited the grandfather of snowboarding, how, how how do you feel carrying on that kind of a legacy? Like if you're accepting this, how do you feel beyond that? Well, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I feel really honored again to be here and honored to be his daughter and be part of this. I. Going forward, it's just, I mean, I, we tell people that he invented this snowboard, and they're like, yeah, right, right, <laughs> sure, sure. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's something that I carry a lot, and especially when I do tell people, and they, they're like, oh, my God, no way, like, that's so cool, good for you, and, and I love all of that. But what I like to remind people is just that, you know, that was his accomplishment, and he was an incredible person. He was a dreamer. He was an inventor. He was a mentor. Um, and just a really brilliant man that I look up to as a person um, beyond just this nerfer. Yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. Awesome. So definitely family first then, huh? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Excellent, yeah. guys. Well, that's awesome, guys. That's great. Enjoy the rest of your night. Yeah. This looks like it's going to be pretty wild. Yeah, Have fun. Excited. Keep the generation right going. Yeah. If you get the next generation, Woo! keep them going. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank Excellent. you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, we're wow. going. Now we're going. We have now the other poppin. We've had two poppin family. Now we're at the third one. Miss Julie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Wait, how I gotta get your name. Oh, I'm Tim. Tim. Tim from Ski how Rack are you, Tim? I'm doing dandy. I'm loving all it. I'm right, excited. Right. I'm more than excited. I'm in awe because of every name here. How are you doing tonight? Good. Good. Just getting ready to get up there and talk yes. to a bunch of people. You're excited then? Yes. All right. So we already talked to um, Wendy about this. How do you? Think your dad would have felt. We also talked to um, Eric too, and he's, we all got. I want every Poppins' opinion. Oh, uh, he would have loved it here, and these are his people. He would have had so much fun walking around and talking to people, sharing stories and memories, and uh, he would have been so honored too. So yeah. Excellent. So he's feeling good. You all are feeling good. People are walking by feeling good. It's a That's great right. night. Are That's you ready right. to be up there on stage? I'm working on it. That's yeah. why I'm pacing the hallway right now. Excellent. That's the best way to. Do it. Like I always say, just go for it, man. Don't even think about it. Just make it up as you go. That's, That's what I good. do. I like it. All right. Well, congratulations Tim. to you and your family. Thank you. Good tips. Enjoy the rest All of the right. night. Thank, Thank you. you. And there you have it, my friends. All kinds of mini interviews with those who were inducted or accepting for those who were inducted, who have passed on and not able to be there uh, with us. Um, so rest in peace to them, Howard Peterson and Sherman Poppin. And there were other honorees and speeches. And again, I encourage you to watch the um, the replay of the actual gala. And the press conference, too, is interesting as well. Um, not just because I was there and I showed you the part I got to participate in. So, you know, that's cool. But the whole thing was great. What a great event. What an amazing experience. Not just for someone who's trying to make his way through the journalism world, but for anybody who has been a fan of snow sports, for anybody who has participated in these sports and loved it or looked up to these people or, you know, who have enjoyed, you know, like the, the athletes, if you had, you know, even if you don't participate, but you watch the athletes cause you enjoy that there, they were, it, you know, I, I shook their hand um, and hung out with them. If you know where generations of family have continued to push, you know, the sport of snowboarding in this case, or, you know, run these beautiful mountains, like the Fairbank family, it's, it was an outpouring of people as any hall of fame induction would be. These are some of the top of the top in any, you know, whether it be a sport hall of fame or an industry hall of fame or whatever it may be. These people, they are the, the, the upper echelon, if you will. And it was amazing to be there. In fact, I couldn't help, but feel like a hall of famer myself. Cause here I am with these people and who am I? I'm just Tim from ski Rex media. My name isn't as well known as theirs, and it and it was fun to talk to them about that as well because you know to these people to themselves, you know they they know they had some fandom, but they, they're still just people, you know. So now they're on the stage, and we're looking up to them. Where at times they were looking up to others. It's very interesting, very wonderful, very welcoming. Everybody's so friendly. Um, you know, I, I consider the Poppin family my friends now, man. That was so cool. <laughs> like, we had a great time and talking to them and got, you know, 
you know, getting to hear their stories and, you know, having dinner with them. And man, it was so awesome. It was great. Um, you know, I, I can, I can say there's a lot I could and couldn't say like, well, one of the things I didn't do, which you probably saw on social media is that I didn't take a lot of photos or any video. I didn't take any photos or any videos of the actual ceremony for a couple reasons. Number one, um, when you have a company, a production company that can do as well as was done with this, um, live stream and recording, they did a great job and anything they can do, go watch it. It's better than anything I can show you. Um, beyond that, I also wanted to see it. I wanted to experience it because I'm here. You know, I wanted to experience it as a fan, as someone who else is, who's also an enthusiast of the, of the sports, snow sports. Um, and it, it really, you can really feel the love and the respect for, from the crowd to the inductees, from the inductees to the sport, from the crowd to the sport and the people you meet. We're going to have a couple people, like I said, on the on the Ski Rex Media podcast later on um, that I have to contact that I was doing. I was doing a little networking up there, too. You feel the love of it. You feel the respect of it. Um, and I don't think I've ever seen that anywhere. And for one night, you know, there was none of the hater stuff. There was none of the try-hard stuff. There was none of the garbage that we see, the over-politicizing of everything that's overly politicized in this world. All of that was gone. And this room full of people, we were having some laughs and we were eating good food and we were talking about the industry and telling stories and where we've gone and what we've done and who, what we do and all this and that. It was an amazing outpouring of stuff. And you could feel the emotion. Like, you know, I always... I think I think it sucks that there's a cliche about everybody who gets teared up or choked up on stage because it's legit. When you're there live, you can see it and you can feel it. You know, so when, you know, the honorees and the inductees get choked up there, man, it's it's not a joke. And they try to choke it off just like anybody else would. You know, I would. You know, it, it's not like me to get choked up in that situation anyway. I don't think. I don't know. I've never actually been in that situation. But, you know, it's it's for the love of the game and uh you know which is a you know common theme you know people who do it for the love of the game versus doing it for the money or something similar you can feel all of it you don't just see it you feel it what an amazing event what an amazing experience and that's why again i suggest watch the replays it's a little different watching a replay and not being in the room but uh, several of these events um over the weekend were open to the public um and some of them weren't even charged some of them were free to charge i think i don't remember the exact actual um the exact um figures on that or um what the cost of everything was but not everything was and you can get in there and you can see these people like dan egan a hall of famer like seth westcott holly flammers flanders brian fairbank you know and then again they're just real people i ran into holly flanders in the hallway we were, I wasn't even on the job yet. I wasn't clocked in, quote unquote, in air quotes. I wasn't clocked in yet, and neither was she. Well, she might have been. I don't know what she was up to, but I happened to be able to stop her, talk to her, ask her for directions. Like, come on, man. Regular people, regular people who did exceptional things. That's the definition of a Hall of Famer. Regular people who have done exceptional things and the U.S. Ski and Snowboard um, Hall of Fame did an exceptional job with this event. Um, so wonderful. You could tell everybody was just ready to get back into doing this kind of induction event since you haven't been able to. And here we all are, all of us inside, no masks, just having a good old time and letting the world slip away and honoring those people, those regular people who have done exceptional things. So with that, I would like to thank all of them, Brian Fairbanks, Seth Westcott, Holly Flanders, Julie Wendy Pop, and Dave Tibbetts, ha Kathleen Hager um, for accepting their awards or being honored with an award, um, plus the other honorees. Again, go to the replay. You'll see some stuff, and there's some good bits in uh, some of the acceptance speeches. Uh, there were a few laughs. I'm not going to lie about that either. Um just a wonderful, wonderful time and wonderful, wonderful people. And I can't wait to talk to some of them again, the ones I'm going to be able to. Um, also, I want to send a shout out, personal shout out to Sammy Blair, 
um, who works in media, she contacted me and said, hey, do you want to do this? And I'm like, dude, do you have to ask? I didn't say that. Um, but I said yes. And I had a ton of questions. I was openly Oh, I openly admitted I had no idea what I was doing. Can you please help me? And she helped me. Um, she was also the go my go-to for when I was able to um, interview Dan Egan about 30 years in a white haze. Um, and I want to thank Dan Egan again. He was very welcoming, shook my hand, um, talked to me like we knew each other and so much fun. And then Justin Kosky, who also out, works out there for the U.S. Ski and Snowboard uh, Hall of Fame and got me in and got everything set up and when i got there he was the first person i saw when i actually got down when i found my way through the omni maze and got to the room it was awesome so thank you to all of them thank you to all the inductees thank you to the sherman uh sherman poppins family wendy julie and their children and husbands um so awesome great people it was a lot of fun talking to them and um Thank you to everybody involved. And again, shout out to the staff and everybody too at the Omni Mail. Washington did a great job and Bretton Woods and all the other partners as well. Cranmore Mountain, um, Pat's Peak Mountain, the Snurfer Boards, Winter Stick, U.S. Ski Team, Coca-Cola, um, and any other partners I forgot. I could probably read my lanyard here and uh, <laughs> get a few more, but shout out to everyone involved. It was really awesome. I, I suggest going to any event that you can or you're able if you're interested and then watching those replays again, link down in the description. What a wonderful experience. I hope to get to do it again. I'm still in awe and in shock and I have been to a um, slope style competition, the tri-state um, championships for the youth youth championships. Um, and now on Friday, I'm going to take photos um, of a practice session with one of the teams that was there up at Waterville Valley. So it's a big, busy time for me, and I'm still in shock and awe of this great, wonderful thing, getting to honor these great people and getting to be part of their lives for a few minutes. That was amazing. Amazing. So thank you to all of you who hear this or see this. And with that, I am Tim from Ski Rex Media. You know where to go to follow and subscribe and find out all the information, both contact and otherwise for Ski Rex Media. So I'll let you go do that. I'll let you get on with your day and we'll see where the podcast ends up next. I will say it's coming down to the end. If you look outside, it's a spring day. It might be colder today, but there's almost no snow left here by the HQ. It's been a rough week for weather. I'll tell you that. So I don't know if Vermont's going to, other than Killington, is going to make it much through March, but we'll see. Um, you never know. We might get another blast. So as the outside season comes to a comes to a close, so does the season for the Ski Rex Media podcast. So expect the Ski Rex Media uh, podcast season three finale to come out soon enough. And uh, then we'll be back. Well, Ski Rex Media doesn't stop, but the podcast will be back in the fall. Right. Right. I am Tim from Ski Rex Media, now a legitimate journalist with media passing credentials in hand. <laughs> I'll see you out there and I'll see you on the next one.